0: Hello. 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 Okay. So I want to talk about uh, some recent shifts that have occurred and some of the kind of new quote unquote normal, not that anything's going to be normal for very long anymore. That kind of is part of the new normal. Um, So very early in the morning, kind of overnight of October 2nd, um, uh, which is now two days ago for me, I'm recording this on October 4th. Um, we had this huge new shift occur and, uh, and I woke up, uh, early in the morning, like not time that you would normally get up kind of middle of the night feeling, but early in the morning and was given a song. I'm often given songs, as you know, and, uh, and the song that I was given was, um, this song love train by the OJs. And if you don't remember the song, this will bring you back. This is the song. Ooh, 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 love train, yeah, baby. And I'm not gonna play the whole song. I'm just tuning you into it. Join in. Love train,
1: love train. People all over the world, join in.
0: Start a love train, love train. Okay, so you you probably know the song, um, but if you don't know the song, I'll put a link somewhere in. So the song was given to me and I fell back asleep. And then I woke up, song was given to me. I woke up, you know, this kept happening. And it was sort of like a little bit of sleep, wake up the song, a little bit of sleep, wake up the song. And so I was like, okay, fine, fine, fine. So I put the song on and I just put it on repeat, but quietly and was able to get a little more sleep while it was on repeat, <laughs> so good. Um, and the imagery that came in was, um, was actually similar to some early imagery a few weeks earlier that I haven't shared because it just wasn't there yet. And it was very, much my own personal experience versus useful for all or relevant for for all Um, and the imagery is very much this image of a big wide beautiful river where kind of the center of the river the current is much more strong. And then the kind of the shallows on the sides of the river um, are, you know, very mellow and you can kind of hang out and and play or swim in there without really feeling even kind of the current. And it's it's a beautiful sunny day and the sky is a gorgeous, gorgeous blue. And the waters of the river have a lot of kind of greens and blues in them because it is a river that is coming from the kind of mountain waters, the mountain snows, the glacial waters that are very, those mountain pure waters that are coming down. And we're way up high with the river, away from where the river might experience the kind of pollution um, that it would experience lower down as it's moving downward in elevation. And so we're there at this beautiful river and we've been kind of hanging out um, in the shallows of the river and that feeling of the current is kind of tickling at you like if you move a little bit further away from the shore and you feel the current kind of tickling at you kind of like you know like hee 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 flirting with you and being like come on you want to come play in the river you want to come go in the stream and get carried along and um and what's happening now is that we've been feeling and are starting to feel that tickle of the current Uh, much more strongly. And so what's really going on, let's remember that we are in a refinement period. We are in a massive, massive refining period. Everything is about refinement right now. And that's at whatever level you're engaging with that. So it could be like way down, you know, in uh, kind of the 3D land where you're sort of refining you know, rewriting a project or reworking some of the tech on a thing, or, um, you know, reviewing the house plans or, you know, it doesn't matter, right? It can be very physical, very 3d where you're kind of working on stuff or you're renovating something, whatever, or it can be more inner work, emotional inner work. And you're kind of refining and reviewing and upgrading as you do being aware that any refining creates the opportunity for massive upgrading, right? But refining may not always be super pleasant. Sometimes refining can be a little like, uh, painful. Um, and then at a much higher level, the refining is really more about like, mm, okay, a little less of that, a little more of this. It's a very nuanced level of refining. Um, but also there's a kind of a refining around more of me, of my vastness in my cosmic self, my true full self, not just my human, that more of that vastness of me is available for my kind of human integration, human awareness, and I want that. And so the refining can be around that kind of core identity uh, access within the human Uh, container, if you will, of kind of both human awareness, but also the human biology and the nature of evolution that is occurring at this time where the cosmic and the original are integrating into that human biology is really the driver of all of this. And so many different, you know, pretty much almost infinite different versions uh, of what is going on for the refining can be happening. In September, the nature of that was much slower. And that doesn't mean that a lot of things didn't happen in September. Or that we might not have had like big, like woohoo things going on. But the refining energy was more was was slower. Is all I is, is all I can say. In order to support more integration, more assimilation, more acclimation to getting to where we've been. Right, because we've been going through a lot, and. This shift on the early morning overnight going into the very early hours of October 2nd was a kind of like, okay, get on board the love train because the train is going to be leaving the station and the current of the river, which is the love train, right, is pulling at you and it is going to demand that you make a choice it is already demanding that you make a choice and that demand is going to become louder and louder. And the choice is, am I going to say yes to the current or am I going to say no and resist the current and the current is going to get bigger and stronger and faster and the yes, no decision will become more and more pointed. So there's a bifurcation beginning, in this refinement period around the quality and the nature and the experience of the next phase of refinement. So we have in October, this kind of acceleration around refinement. Refinement continues to be the kind of core theme, if you will. Um, And there's this bifurcation around the quality of what that experience is going to be like depending on whether you are saying yes or no to the current. And so if you are saying no to the current and you're trying to hold on to the shore and stay where you are, that might work for a little while, but you will increasingly be distracted by the pull of the current. And then you will actually have to put everything you have fully into the resistance to the current and the holding on to the shore and then the current will become so strong that it won't actually be possible and you may be holding on to like the exposed you know roots of the mightiest oak tree ever to live but this current will pull that oak tree out of the side of the riverbank if it needs to in order to pull you in to the current and so, the kind of the nature of continuing to say no to the current will create the experience that increasingly looks a lot like, uh, on the inside, in the inner energetic experience, looks a lot like the kind of footage that we see when we look at storm footage, right? Like the hurricane or the tornado comes cycling through and just destroys everything in its wake. The tsunami comes through, destroys everything in its wake An avalanche, you know, wipes out an entire town, that nature of that kind of cataclysmic natural world destruction of artifice will occur in you. If you continue to resist Now, the cleansing out of the artifice within you is happening either way. You're going to have that experience either way. It is the requirement of this refinement period. So it's really about, okay, which version do I want? And the nature of like the whatever's going on in the stories in your mind that have you clinging to kind of the roots by the riverbank instead of saying yes to the current those stories are your portals and your doorways down into kind of shadowland underworld where there's work available for you to do if you want to pay attention to that data and you want to use those portals to kind of go in there and grab the upgrades that are available you go down and under and that's where the jewels are they are hidden way down deep in the earth hidden way down deep underneath within you and you can bring them back up and then they can create a brand new magic and experience for you, but you have to make that decision and you have to do that work in the yes camp, so to speak. We have several different ways of, of experiencing this and we can choose really infinitely in between them, but just kind of groupings that I think are useful. So the yes is basically, yeah, I'm going to trust the current. I'm going to go with the current and you have your primary kind of quote unquote control is to influence your how you're engaging with the current. So you can kind of just like, I'm gonna totally surrender into this current. I'm gonna be like the leaf in the river that has no just say, if you will, in how it's happening, that it's just kind of floating and just letting that happen. And that feels awesome and super peaceful and I love it. And I'm just surrendering and letting it carry me. That's beautiful. Also, you may feel like, I wanna be a little more active. I wanna like be a little bit more engaged, but in kind of more of like an observer way. Like I don't wanna miss out on the journey of what's happening as this current is moving along. So I think I'm going to kind of sit up a little bit, like I'm going to sit up in the water a little bit, still fully letting the current carry me, but I'm going to sit up a little bit so that I can see around what's going on. And you know, if I'm kind of half sitting in the water, I can use my hands and my arms and even my feet, my legs a little bit to kind of maneuver my position in the water so that I can make sure that I'm getting the view that I want as I go. Right. Or I'm going to swim with the current. I'm going to actively swim with the current. I'm in there with my breaststroke or my freestyle or my whatever, uh, favorite swimming stroke. And I'm going to swim. And because the current is moving so quickly, my swimming then feels like I'm basically flying in that river. Like I'm going so fast as a result. And how much fun is that? Right. And like those people movers in the airport where if you're walking along, you have that experience of like, wow, I'm walking fast. So, This is what's going on at this time and the current, what I want you to be thinking about with the current is how the experience feels like you're letting the current carry you and you are in the current. But I want you to start to feel that the current is actually in you and moving through you as much as you are through it. And I want you to begin to feel a a kind of a de-densifying of your sense of kind of the the borders of your you-ness in a material way in relation to this current and allow more of a free flowing fluid feeling of this current to just kind of mingle with you, be you, you be it. This is a a higher dimensional experience, higher dimensional experience. And I want you to do the same thing and consider the same thing in relation to your experience with time. So you're used to moving through time in a linear one direction way. I want you to start the experience of maybe time moving through you instead of you moving Right, that time is moving through you, is a higher dimensional experience. And remember that time is actually a sphere with all time points equally available, not a line as we experience it in the 3D. So now what are the ramifications of all this on our 3D experiences? <laughs> right? oi, where the rubber hits the road. So the reason that you're getting this transmission two days later and not that morning, which I actually tried to record one that morning uh, of October 2nd, and it, it just, like, I just couldn't do it. And actually, Kali, um, cosmic uh, wizard, cat, kitten that is living here um, with her sister, also cosmic wizard, um, kept coming and meowing while I was recording. and uh, And it was, you know, sort of more annoying than you think. Like, you're like, oh no, I love it when Kali meows a little bit. No, this was like, she was like, she was really like, no, don't record this now, basically. And and so of course, and I ended up doing what I could. Um, And that was useful for me, I think, in terms of anchoring certain things for myself, but I really couldn't. And then the rest of Sunday was just like a complete write-off. And the experience that many are having at different points along the way, and this will happen as you go forward too, whether you're saying yes or no, is this experience of the 3D where you're kind of like almost ossified. Ossified is like the, the, the word means like when the thing is being turned to stone. And it's like beyond kind of like I'm moving in molasses. It's like I can barely move. I can barely function. It doesn't feel like tired per se. It doesn't feel like I need to sleep. It just feels like I can't really do anything. And for me, it felt protective in a way. And I just allowed it. I just was like, okay, that's what's happening. Great. I'm just going to kind of be here. And, and, and I wasn't really here in the 3d. I was very much, much more in kind of a higher dimensional experience, not in a like, Oh, I'm out there having the cool higher dimensional experiences, but, and not voidal either, but just sort of floaty. And what I, the message that I was receiving on Sunday morning around this, you know, around the experience that I was having was just be as floaty as you can be. Just be floaty, just let the floaty be and just be floaty, floaty, floaty. And because the physical experience also was starting out with kind of like a pretty intense headache, kind of head boomer thing going on. And I was like, Hmm, what's that about? And it was this sort of struggle to move and still function during a phase of being essentially ossified at the 3d level. I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to like, I appreciate the timing. It's Sunday. I don't need to do nothing. And I did nothing. And I just kind of checked out um, and, you know, just, just did basically did nothing. Um, and then yesterday I was able, I, I so yesterday, and I'm sharing this, my own experience because I think it may be useful to some of you. And so then yesterday was kind of like, well, this is a puzzle. I have a lot of things going on. I have, you know, a couple of group meetings that I'm really looking forward to. I have a couple of, uh, of kind of client calls that I'm really looking forward to will I be able to function in those? Because I still felt very much a kind of like remove from the 3D and it wasn't really clear whether or not things were gonna work. And it was like, just be floaty, but also support your bio in the ways that you know will support it. And so like there's a couple of sort of supplements and things that I was taking specifically for this um, for me, what that looks like, I'm not saying this is what you should take, you should feel into what's right for you. For me, what that looked like was um, L-tyrosine, which is a kind of activates dopamine um, and also a higher amount of caffeine than I normally have. So I normally have a low level of, of caffeine through a green tea that I have that only has like 15 milligrams of caffeine in it. And so I had a higher a kind of intentional intake with caffeine. And whenever I do that for myself, I also take a little bit of L-theanine and some CBD with it to just kind of like smooth the edges of that. Um, And so I kind of did that. And then I was like, okay, I'm just here to be the, um, it's gonna happen, whatever's gonna happen. And in fact, I was able to, I feel, you know, be my best self as usual in these meetings and kind of showed up and things worked very well. Um, And then in fact, the late afternoon meeting ended up changing times. And so that was perfect because by then I was like, I don't know if I actually can do this later meeting, but then, you know, the, the cosmic executive assistant took care of that for me as often is the case. So then today, energies feel like they're um you know kind of going like the currents moving faster like i can feel it moving faster and carrying us faster and i'm definitely seeing um with clients that i work closely with um that they have also been kind of very much sort of going into the shadowlands or the underworld and they've been um you know, just doing incredible, incredible, very brave work, because it can be really painful for a few moments when we're doing that. Um, And it takes a bravery and a courage to do that work. Um, And I know that it's very helpful to have somebody who's kind of a guide and holding your hand and helping pull you back up out. Um, you know, uh, while when you're, when you're going through those experiences and, and, uh, and able to help with whatever the transmutation is and whatever kind of uh, understanding kind of the jewels that you're bringing back up. But even if you don't have that, like it's, you know, you gotta be brave. You gotta do it. Um, we don't always have that. Um, I have very rarely had that in my own experiences, um, over the years. And when I have had it, I've been, it's been like one of the most precious things that I could, could find and have always felt like that is, You know where that's available and appropriate and aligned for that time there couldn't be anything more important for me um to make sure i'm supporting um but again it's been very rare for me to to find those experiences uh that are available so okay (laughs) let's see what else is wanting to be shared with you today i think this is really the main things um So this October is very much this increasing bifurcation just to sort of summarize is this kind of increasing bifurcation of the nature and the quality of the refinement experience based on the degree to which you are saying yes or no to the current and feeling more and more into the current being within you as much as you are within it and starting to dissolve some of the sense of boundaries or borders between you and the current and between you and time also. And this is very much uh, going to support your increased access to experience of integration of the new seventy energies that started coming in for integration into the physical on august 14th and have been continuing to kind of be more and more and more available um and it's not been so much that it's more and more available in like an even kind of increase it's been these kind of bursts of it right that have been coming through at different times and so you want to just be organizing things in your life as much as possible to support this inner work. I I can't think of anything more important at this time for the sake of the entire planet and for humanity as a collective, as well as for your own being. I really can't think of anything more important in my personal view than to really think about what is going on in my life design that needs to be shifted and it might be a tweak here or there because you're already there, or it might be a massive, like we got to do, it's a total do over. We got a clean slate, this baby, um, or, you know, something in between, but this is the time. Refine your life design. What is, what is, what, what needs to be in place when we come out on the other side of this kind of refinement period. And so of course you're gonna say, and when do we come out of the other side of this? So uh, I think there's gonna be some sort of sort of like stair stepping up and out of this um, between now and I feel like maybe March, um, but we do have some pretty big kind of inflection points going on. Um, as I've said before, this kind of the intense, harsh, refined period, feels through kind of like the middle of November, maybe late November. Um, And then we have I feel we're set up for an incredible solstice in December again. Um, I don't have any of the dates in front of me for any of this, but I know we're coming into eclipse season in, I think, late October and November maybe, or is it November and early December? But in any event, we have kind of eclipse and eclipse season, of course, that is going to massively support another a uh, wave of refinement, if you will. And my sense is that for those who have chosen no, who are continuing to try to hold on to the riverbanks, is that it is going to be an increasing shit show. And I don't want to like I don't I don't want to create that by saying it, but I think it's time that we have to kind of call things what they are to some extent. And I want and hold for, and in my own personal altar time, I bring in everything I can for kind of grace and ease through the shit show for people, but. You know, I mean, that's, I think that's what we're dealing with. And so for people who wanting to say yes, you're going to, the reason I want you to understand this bifurcation that's occurring is so that as you're observing people around you in your life, as you see them choosing no, when you're choosing yes, you're going to need to create greater boundaries around when is it correct and aligned for you to say, Hey, let me help you right? Because we're here to be with each other. You know, it's, we're all interconnected. So it's not about like, you know, throw everybody over the cliff and fuck them. It's not about that. But at the same time, you're not here to save anybody. You're not even here to save yourself. The old savior and martyr energies, we've talked about this in earlier transmissions, they're dead, they're gone. And anybody who's holding on to those within themselves is actually saying no to the current. So you might think you're saying yes to the current, but if you're in a mode of, yeah, but I'm like helping all these people, I'm saving all these people, you're actually saying no to the current. So there's a deeper layer here to what does it actually mean to say yes to the current. And it means to continue that refinement of removing the artifice, removing that which is not you that which is not the uniquely beautiful essence of you and so and really that's where the purity comes in and i refer you back to cosmic right to purity if you haven't connected with that for a while you may find that to be incredibly nourishing at this time even if things are feeling great right like we need constant nourishment as we go that's how we're organized in this particular kind of experience that we're having as humans. So we need constant nourishment and not just because we need lots of, you know, we need constant sort of food and water for the body, but we need the nourishment for the being. That's why the physical experience is one of, oh, I need to always be bringing in water and food. It's the material uh, version that is showing up to mirror the energetic version of I need the nourishment all the time. It's, It's part of this experience and remember that matter is just densified energy that's all it is it's all it is oh yeah and the other thing that came through was that the gap between uh kind of mm, the resonance of something coming into being and the physical of it being created that kind of gap in time um uh is narrowing during this October period and, and ongoing, it's going to keep narrowing. And so people sometimes like to use the language of manifesting. It's kind of not that interesting to me, but, um, that's what I'm talking about, right? This idea of, oh yeah, I, I, I have this intent. I set the intention and then boom, the thing occurs and some, and there's usually a gap between and the gap, as I've spoken about in earlier uh, episodes, discussing this is protective. Because most of what has been available for humanity in the 3D, if we were actually immediately manifesting whatever was going on within our resonance, like talk about a shit show, that would be a mess. So the gap has actually been helpful, even though many of us have found that to be very frustrating um, as well. Um, But... You know, there it is. It's like kind of like the kid who's like, no, take the training wheels off. I want to go on the bike. I want to be on the big boy bike. It's like, you ain't ready for the big boy bike, you know? Um, and that's just the reality of things, but we're going to start seeing that gap starting to close. And what I want you to understand about that process of how kind of, if you will, energy becomes matter, that densification process of how do I bring into form, um, from my kind of intention, so to speak, is people like to talk about thoughts, thoughts become things. Thoughts are really subordinate to your resonance in this, to your resonance and sort of thoughts and emotions and frequency are, they kind of come and go right? They're like the radio dial that you can just turn around from station to station or the weather pattern that just moves through. Um, If you're consistently playing one radio station all the time, then that is going to determine your resonance, right? So your resonance is basically the kind of the moving average of your frequency. Um, And your frequency is affected by directly tied to your thoughts and your feelings. So it's not that thoughts don't become things, it's understanding that there's a much... There's a more nuanced layer of things going on, and so resonance is the more stable kind of energy signature of where you're at. Frequency can move up and down, you know, in in, within three minutes, you can bloop 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 all over the place, right? It's the radio station just dialing along, like you're hearing the different stations coming in, and. The moving average, which is like a statistical or a mathematical term, which is essentially over, you know, over a period of time, you know, we're always having, you know, eight out of ten. Okay, great. Then that's the moving average. Or we've oh, some days it's four, some days it's six, some days it's ten, some days it's nine, some days it's ten, some days it's four, some days it's right. But the moving average over two weeks between those numbers has been seven. Okay, great. Seven is then the resonance, and the resonance is what essentially determines what will be created in form the it is the organizing principle for energy to densify into matter i hope that's helpful um for folks um to to be able to work with and yeah and so that gap is going to be closing which is like great news for some of us um, but it's bad news for people whose resonance is not in a good space, which is why I feel like this work is the most important thing that we can be doing. because as that gap begins to get tighter and tighter, it's like there really becomes nothing more important uh, if you want your external circumstance or your, under, your your experience of what is you think of as external circumstance to be of a certain kind of nature and not another. Um yeah, okay. Okay, good. All right, so this feels this feels good. This feels complete. I want you to um if you're working with this stuff and you're trying to figure out how do I work more with this stuff, the things I want you to go look at is to go search in the episodes for the um the cosmic right to purity, the cosmic child is returning codes. Um and the uh the the, the discussion on wise innocence and kind of innocence rising, um, and, uh, the two most recent, um, guided visualizations, guided journeys, um, that I shared one was on kind of golden energies. And also within that was, was, um, support for removing and transmuting, uh, kind of shadow strands of energy. And then the other was really around this kind of, uh, higher journey, um, into, really kind of you know into innocence in some ways and just really it was a very fun one too. so those are, and those are both set to that backing music that I like to use. Um, so they're set up for like a long you know you can kind of have a long uh, ongoing uh, journey after the vocals are, are done or use them for sleep um, as you see fit. Um, also please don't forget that the founder codes are available with the pay what you choose option. And so, um, if you have not been accessing those now is a great time to do so, and they're available for you and go play with them. And that private library, uh, that complete library, digital library has a excellent set of kind of background materials that you may find useful as well, um, uh, as you go forward in your own journey and kind of integrating those pieces. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm really excited about things. And, uh, you know, the, the shift in the stories that we're telling ourselves and then the shift in the stories that we're having in the world, like that's really where I'm super excited these days and where I'm really focused in... Uh, in terms of what is it that I'm wanting to bring into form is that paradigm shift around the stories, um, that the stories that become more and more and more predominantly available become stories that open the heart and activate the heart and that actually activate the star maps within people and really help them kind of open up to that in one way or another. And for the world to begin to understand through visceral embodied experience, which is the only way we really ever understand anything. The mental models really, you know, don't really matter if we don't have the commensurate matching visceral embodied experience, that we can have thrilling, suspenseful, like amazing, delightful joyride stories that don't trash your nervous system. That it's time to decouple from this way in which our stories just destroy our nervous system and keep us in perpetual trauma. And toxic stress just through the fact that all we're watching is you know horror or you know the latest jeffrey dahmer like whatever murder glory blah 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 like don't watch that stuff i don't care how well it's done i've heard how well it's done i'm sure it's fantastic uh from the standpoint of the craft that it that is showing like just don't go pay attention to the better stories to the stories that can lift you up and that doesn't mean that they don't have like you know that they can't be a crazy ride too but stories where you know you're being held and that you're not going to get like slapped you know as you go through i think are really where we're going and what we really need and our nervous systems and our brains and our spirits our energetics are all intimately woven together. And I've spoken about this at length in the past, so I'm not gonna go in detail here, but where you are continually stressing your nervous system in a way that you don't have to, you're just hurting yourself. You're just pouring gasoline on the fire, you know? Like, oh, let me put out this fire with gasoline. Like, what? No. (laughs) Right? We gotta cut that out. (laughs) We gotta cut that out. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Very fun. All right. I hope this is helpful. I hope that you're, uh, having a really wonderful experience. Even if you're briefly getting banged around a little bit down in the underworld, fun stuff, you just know you're down there picking up some beautiful gems and some beautiful jewels and diamonds to bring back up. Um, and it's going to be great. Thank you for your light in the world. And I'm going to play the song for a minute. And as we go out for those who want to hear it and just tell you that I love you. Oh,